Welcome to The Engaging Life, a podcast about using engagement equity to improve your relationship building skills in your personal and professional life. And now, here are your hosts, Brandon Suba and Angela Cheney. Well, hey, Angela, how are you today? I'm good, Brandon, and you? Oh, uh, you know, looking forward to our topic today. Uh, I think it'll be a good one. And everybody gets to see us now. That's right. As Welcome. Well as hear us. Uh, season two. Welcome to season two, everyone. Uh, if you're listening, what she is, what Angela is getting to is we now have our shows will come out on YouTube. So you are able to watch the show. So when we say, I know you can't see what we're doing. Well, now you can. You now can. You can. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, of course, we will keep pushing out all of our normal podcasts so it'll come out on all of your podcast streaming services so you can continue to enjoy the engaging life podcast with however you listen to it now but then you can come and watch the video we this should is, be doing some exciting things that we are doing other than some matching exciting. our shirts which we didn't even try to do today. we don't need to because we have real fashion huh. and that's mm-hmm. that's what really matters i, I do want to make a correction i i think we need to correct a podcast and it was my topic it was my talk it was the dress to impress so I went to a wedding in Connecticut. I did not take a suit because here in Nebraska, you can get away without wearing a suit. Tell you the truth, I had a girlfriend one time that told me I couldn't wear a suit to a wedding. This was way, this was obviously before I was married. Uh, yeah, we did not make it. It wasn't Liz. <laughs> and, and so so that was kind of the mindset going in. Well, guess what? In the Northeast area, because this was in Connecticut, everybody, and I mean everybody, wears a suit. So I felt very out of place. And then my sister-in-law's boyfriend followed my suit and he also felt out of place. So uh, maybe if you listen to the podcast about the dressing professionally or, or all that, I, I want to make the disclaimer, please tailor that to the part of America that you live in because it yes. may make a difference. And if we didn't nail your specific culture, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, you didn't wear your white suit. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a story for another time oh uh, that's yeah i mm. short short of it is is i i hosted a uh an event at my church and, and it was a white out so i got a white suit but there was a big adventure to getting the suit on time and everything anyways okay so that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today mm. um today the topic that we're going to talk about is when you change a position maybe you get promoted or you're leaving a company you're working with a different company now and you do the traditional post on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And and there's a couple of different ways, right? You you your an announcement, what is it? When you like a new workplace. What do you new something? New do you know what I'm on Facebook. What it posts on Facebook. What it has a name? Yeah. Well, it's it's a specific post. Uh like when you're born. When you change jobs, uh, milestones. milestones is okay. okay. So, so you have those. And then on LinkedIn, you know, it does work anniversaries and all of that. So when you post on there, you get a little more traction on there, but I have seen and heard many times at networking events. Oh, I didn't know you were doing that now. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I put it on Facebook. How did, you know, I honestly think some people even liked it and still didn't oh, put sure. two and two together, right? Because you're sure. just going through. So what what I wanted to talk about today was what does that look like and how can you go above and beyond than just that post so that people know what you're doing? Because the hardest thing to do is to switch from one sales profession to another and get everybody on board for it. Absolutely. Uh, to have them bring in your business. Well, and not even to get them on board for it, but it's also a courtesy thing. Mm. 
uh, especially, and, and you might get into this later, but I always like to jump in with my own, <laughs> my own thoughts. Um, it's a courtesy thing because if you have good clients, especially if you're going to a job that is similar, you know, and you might want, you know, they expect you to still be there in that position and then they call and you're not there anymore, but you've gone to a different place that maybe offers similar services, uh, they can often feel left out, upset, oh, abandoned. Abandoned, that's the word you I know, was thinking. And yeah. that would be um, similar to uh, one, of the, one of the big parts of engagement equi equity is sharing. So it would be similar. Like I have a friend, one of my best friends, who gets very upset if I tell somebody something and don't tell her. You know, mm -hmm. so uh, like when we we won, um, uh, Pixel Fire won Small Business of the Year. I was there. It was awesome. You were there. I don't know if you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I didn't tell her because she's not really involved with my work life. And I just didn't think about it. Right, right. And then she saw it on social media and said, you want, why didn't you tell me? And she was really hurt. And, and that's a friendship sort of thing, sharing. But you can get that, too with business, mm -hmm. especially if you have really good clients, you know, you're, you're in mortgage, say you help somebody buy two houses and an investment property and they're, they're kind of thinking about buying the next one and they go to talk to you and you're not there anymore. Right. That, right. that can be very um, hurtful to some of your clients. Well, and of course you want, you always want positivity, right? right. Within right. your experience and your client experience. So that's why I thought this would be a great one to touch on today because a lot of people are moving and grooving. And once again, it, it, even if you're not changing companies but just got promoted, I think that still plays in with that client engagement because they're calling you for this mm -hmm. and you have to do the, oh. Didn't you hear? Yeah, didn't you see? Yeah, or, is, did you see my Facebook post? Right. All of a sudden, they see that you've got a different title under your email or they come in and you're in a different office and they're just like, what the... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so that's the topic we're going to touch on. So, obviously, we talked about the social media part, right? And you should, you should do that. I think you it's should definitely do that. And it's fun. It it is fun. Uh, it's a good way to reach a lot of people, but it's really important to realize, and and it's hard for, especially if you're really into social media, um, it's hard for some people to realize that not everybody is on social media. That's right. And and some and not everybody is on every platform. As well, oh, especially now, you know, as there's more and more, you kind of have to pick and choose. And, and Instagram doesn't do those kind of posts, do they? It's more Facebook because yeah. I've just I've never seen it on Instagram. really. Yeah, I mean, oh. you can do it. Obviously, <laughs> take a picture of yourself in your new office or, or whatever you whatever you decide to do. But um, but I think it's really important to realize that even if you're a big consumer of social media and you're on there all the time and you keep up on everyone's lives, not everybody's like that. No, no. Actually, there's probably less people like that. Fewer. Then, then fewer. Is that the proper? <laughs> grammatically correct. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, grammar police. You're welcome anytime. Uh, so a couple ideas that I've written down here. So I, I'm going to start with the second one, not the first one, but sending out emails. Mm -hmm. And this is this is a sales tactic, I feel. But even if you're not in sales, I still think it's really good. Sending out emails. And this is going to be to, to me, this is your more personal probably going to do business with, again, referral sources. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and you can make a mass email look personal, but this is really to say, and kind of like your friend, right? I wouldn't do a mass email. You wouldn't do a mass email for this. It's more work, so, but so, I would do individual. So that's going to go more over here, right? And when we get to it? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, so email. So this is a personal email. So this list is probably shorter than, right? Yeah. Okay, Yeah. so this is an email. You're reaching out to specific people, referral partners saying, 
hey, I'm doing this now and, and don't sell, right? Don't right. sell. Right. But this is, okay, is this okay? I would love to grab coffee sometime and tell you a little bit more about it. Sure. Yeah. But you can't sell there either. Now, is that <laughs> just for referral partners? Because I think you should send that email to also your best clients. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And I feel if they're your best clients and it is, and it's valid that they could continue using your services, then it's okay to want to meet up with them. But once again, not to sell. I, I think right. I've made that very, very clear. This is to educate them on what you're doing new, mm -hmm. not to sell them on what you're doing. And new. also as a courtesy, you know, to keep them informed. That's true too. Yeah. Yep. That's true too. Okay. So emails uh, and, and maybe sign up copies. Newsletter then. That's mm -hmm. the mass email. And, and I got to share the story. So I was working with this lady. Uh, she was in California. Okay. And we went through many offers on many homes and we, we never got it. And she had a marketing business and she, she ghosted me a little after a while. And we, I mean, we worked together for almost a year. So there were times we didn't talk a lot. And so I hadn't heard from her for a while. Okay. I sent out an email saying, Hey, just checking in, seeing how things are going. And about three days later, I got a email from her marketing Oh, I'm now living by my daughter. I found a place to rent. And and to her clientele, I get it. It's just keeping up with what's going on. But I'm like, you you could have sent me a personal <laughs> you email. Could have let me know. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, the guy that was not wasted, but the, the long hours yeah. of doing weird letters for you at different times. And it, it, so I was a little mm. see. So that's exactly a credit. It's a credit. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. we were we were working together at the time. We were still in the midst of. But I found out. And, and, you know, I still reached out uh, another email, but I still reached out and said, hey, I got your letter. I see what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. Let me know if I can help. So on and so on. So sure. so emails to kind of that personal, more uh, relationship you want to keep the newsletter or kind of an update on my life. That could be the mass email. Though. Now, how would you suggest utilizing the newsletter? Because most people who send out a newsletter, it is branded specifically to the business where they are. So that wouldn't matter if you got promoted or if you moved into a different position within the company. But what about when you move companies? Mm. Do you send a newsletter branded with the old company before you leave? Do you wait till you get to the new company? Because then you're going to have to, you might not be able to bring your contacts over. Right. It's going to look different. It's probably going to come from a different address. So I would say wait. And and here's But what if you don't have any of the contacts and So are you saying like a non compete you can't take them with you? Or it's obviously going to come for are you saying you are gonna send it through like MailChimp or something like that? Yeah. That's that's how okay. I envision this. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's not coming from the actual company. Correct. Okay. Right. This would and, and when I say newsletter, it, it's <laughs> I'm not thinking like this person does a monthly newsletter going. It's more a general, here's what's okay. going on with me. I just okay. wrote newsletter on there. Okay. This isn't a, I send that. one out every week and this is the next iteration Correct. of and, it. Okay. And in my example, that was a newsletter that she sent out. It wasn't super consistent. So I guess. So it's a mass email. It, yeah. It's a mass, mass email. email. So that, that would be. Okay. So, so the mass email is the extra touch beyond social media. So then if you had someone that didn't see on social media, they would receive this in their email. Okay. I, I think that's how I, gotcha. I envision that. Gotcha. So, uh, okay. Next one is a phone call. And this is where we've already, the email to the referral partners. I do feel there are some clients and some referral partners that deserve a phone call. Absolutely. And so I'm a, I don't know why. Okay. I, I do know why. Several reasons. Um, <laughs> I do not like the phone as far as calling goes. 
uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, I feel like it's um, it's egotistical for me to say, I'm going to make a call right now and expect this person who could be doing whatever to be interrupted and find this a good time to talk. I find it selfish. So Gary V has mm-hmm. a video. Is that, did, are that... I'm not referencing so that. I'm he, saying how I feel. Uh, he, this was, gosh, probably about 10 years ago too, but he was at a tech company. He was the keynote speaker and he walks up on a stage. He goes, okay, everybody raise your hand. If you've gotten a phone call in like the last 24 hours, everybody kind of raise your hand. And he goes, okay, now raise your hand. If it annoyed you, everybody raise your hand. And what he said is it's because a phone call is on your time. Yes. Not on their yes. time. And we have too many avenues that we can give people the opportunity to choose the time. And unfortunately, phone is not one. Yeah. And yeah, I I hate the phone. <laughs> I mean, it is very rare I will pick up a phone call. Very rare. Most of the time, even if I'm not doing anything, I'll wait, see if they left a voicemail. <laughs> yeah, I do that. And then I'll send a text later. I won't do it right away because then it's obvious. I just sat <laughs> I just here and watched my it, phone yeah. ring. Uh, but then like, because, okay, so that's one reason it interrupts whatever I'm doing. The other one is I don't like being caught on the spot. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody asks me to do something, I want time to think about it. And do I really want to do this? Do I want to, you know, and if you ask me, I'm the, but I, uh, <laughs> it, then it's obvious that I want some time to think about it. Right. Um, so I, I hate, I hate the phone and I know that a lot of professions still utilize the phone. I know some people still like it. But I would do a, a part two to that uh, because I, I do think it could be very beneficial to send a text. And, and we've talked about it on previous podcasts many times. You want to communicate the way they, yes. the platinum rule. Platinum rule. Platinum rule. So if your friend always texts and will never, well, then yeah, phone calls a bad idea. Right. Right. You're not, you're not going to get the results. The text message will get you those results. Right. Yeah. Definitely platinum rule. There and I think um it's it's getting pretty generational. Yeah, you know, is not not completely, but if you have older clients, and by older I mean probably fifty plus, mm-hmm. maybe even older than that, because I'm getting up there and, <laughs> and almost, you don't want a phone almost, call. I don't want a phone call. <laughs> but the other reason I said that I like texting more than calling is I'm a writer. Uh, I, I can express myself so much better. And she can in, judge in my written. writing in my emails. My I'll, I judge you when you talk too. That's so. fine. I just judge you that's all the time. That's fine. Um, so that was neither here nor there. I was just finishing my thoughts. That that's another reason why I like texting more than calling. I just express myself much better that way. Generational is what we were talking about. So if you've got millennial clients, if you've got clients in their 20s, I guess that is millennial, uh, even 30s. I don't know. Millennials are getting I, up to 30s. Yeah. I would probably not do the phone call unless you've already established that type of relationship and know that they like the phone. Good. All right. So, so those three group together, you have email opportunity, you have text message, phone call opportunity, kind of a mass email uh, to everybody, a little less personal. But I think the overall statement here is it is worth your time to organize your clientele, divvy out the time to do these things mm-hmm. as you make your transition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the next one, oh, I'm so excited for this one. So, and, and I hope you read the bottom because that's that question. Read any of your stuff. Of course not. No, we just wing it. So, so we talked about, okay, what you can do, what you can do personally. Now you're going to networking events and now you're trying to expose yourself. Well, gosh, we just had a conversation with somebody. Trying that to expose in. yourself at the networking so, I, events. Maybe huh? I should have finished that. It's exposing your new business. 
but right before we recorded, somebody came in here. I happen to know who he mm-hmm. is. I met him in, early in his career, and he has shifted a couple things. He has done a good job on social media, but he's also inquired um, banking about his new endeavor, and that came to me. So that's how I knew those things. But once again, there was an email involved, not a phone call, but kind of a face-to-face. Like, he did all the things. He did it right. Correct. Okay. And and. Probably not on purpose, but by default. Was, he accidentally did it he right. He accidentally did it right. Good yeah. for you. So mm-hmm. so I want to talk about you've just switched jobs and now you're going to networking events. Uh, one big thing that, and, and I did not coin this phrase, but don't be a dog with a bone. Okay. What do you mean by that? Don't go to a networking event and walk up to everybody and say, Angela, I could have a new job. Uh, uh, hey, everybody, guess what I'm doing now? Hey, yeah. this is what I'm doing. Oh, I, I know I couldn't help you before, but now I can. Mm-hmm. And and I, I wrote that on there for, for me. For, because for me. you do that? I am so ready to do that in life, right? Like, I just get so excited about yeah. so many things. And, and I have to do this in every conversation I have is to hold back, listen what? more than talk. I know. No. I know the struggles of an extrovert. <laughs> So that's where, uh, and, and I actually heard that at a conference, but don't be a dog with a bone. Still keep your concept of listen more than you talk. Mm-hmm. Be more interested than interesting, yes. and you will earn uh, uh-huh. earn the right to talk about your new right. position. Because what I have seen is a lot of times when I inquire a lot about somebody, the most common when there's a pause, the most common thing is, well, tell me a little bit more about what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. And that door is open very often. And I think that's where you don't want to jump in. And, and, and I'm the most excited person you're going to meet. But you still want to keep your composure and keep your basics. And you'll have the opportunity to talk about your new position. And and also, it kind of makes the assumption when, when you act like that, when you go to an event, look what I'm doing, look what I'm doing. Whether you are doing it on purpose or not, the assumption is you want people to switch Ooh. to whatever you're doing. That's right. So whether that's you're making, you know, kind of a lateral transition where, you know, you're in mortgage with this bank and then all of a sudden you're in mortgage with that bank mm-hmm. or you're in, in your position, you know, you moved up the ladder. Right. Um, but you st- it still could come across, oh, I'm at this bank now. And it's implied, I think you should come with me. Right. Which is uh, can be very off-putting to some people. Well, that's a straight uh, withdrawal. It absolutely is. You haven't earned the right to ask that yet. <laughs> nope. Even if all. you've established long-term relationship, <laughs> mm-hmm. this is a new bank. And so another <laughs> thing you can that I think you should do if you are making that type of move to a different organization. You know, either way, a different organization or you're making a step up and you're not in the same position anymore. What I would do with the announcement is here's who's going to be handling your business now at my previous place of employment, because that is saying, I'm not doing the announcement to get your business. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the announcement as a courtesy and to let you know, you're not going to be hearing from Brandon anymore on this, but you're going to be hearing from Linda and Linda's been here for 20 years and I worked with her and she's going to take great care of you. You know, make sure they have your information in case they, I don't want Linda, I want Brandon. Right. But then you're not implying, I'm making the transition, you're coming along with me. Wow, I like So that. that's a really nice courtesy to be like, here's who you will be hearing from, or here's how things will change. Linda's not like me. She doesn't like to do X, Y, Z, but she does this really well. Right. Or, you know, something like that to give them the warm intro to whoever will be taking over if that's the case. And I know we're talking about networking, but I think that's also a great move with your clients. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. In the like newsletter. Gives you, right. Gives you something to talk about. Everything. 
it's it's a very nice way of saying I'm not doing this to sell you anything or to tell you you have to move. This is a courtesy. Yeah. Okay. I'm so taking care of you. So that gives you a little easier way to not be all. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what I'm doing now. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Now, how that might be a tough one if you know. In your case, it's a good move. You know, everything's on the up and up. What happens if you like get fired, or yep. you had, or you left a company because they were not doing things on the up and up? Mm-hmm. Then do you want us, you know, you've got these great clients and this is probably going into a completely other realm. Um, <laughs> Let's go. And then whether go. we, how deep we get into it or not is uh, up to you. But um, <laughs> you don't want your client to stay there because, you know, they're doing bad stuff. They're mm-hmm. gouging them with prices or they're not following up or they're they're doing things that there was a reason why you left. And it wasn't just because it was a great opportunity. It's because you could not be a part of this company anymore. What do you do there? So I've seen this in the insurance world. Okay. You know, if you're if where you're at is good and I can't beat it, then I I I will tell you to stay there. Mm-hmm. But can I have the opportunity to look over your file? Okay. And I think when you're going into a new okay, so you're leaving the company that let's just say it was price gouging. That's that's sure. okay. Price gouging. And you know that you have a less expensive service for them. It is the, can I give you a quote where I'm at now? And I'll even play the, I'm just practicing with my new software. It just gets me a little acquainted. You know me. I know you. We've worked together in the past. Can I have this opportunity? And I've had people do that to me in the networking world, and I didn't feel sold to. I felt like I was helping them. So I feel there's a good and a bad way to communicate. Right. Oh, I think the, the worst thing you can do is bad mouth. Yeah, where you came from. It's kind of the the same thing that I would say, bad mouthing an ex spouse, because what it's doing. Number one, you look petty. Yeah. And number two, you make yourself look bad because you were either a working there for several years, b married to that person for several years. So what does it say about you? Okay, you're out now, but you were a part of that. (laughs) And so if you go talking bad about them, it's probably going to bite you in the ass. Even if some nasty things were going on, even if your ex-spouse was the devil, him or herself, <laughs> it's going to end up looking bad for you. Yep. So uh, I think, you know, really watching that, and I like that way. It's just kind of the easy, they're going to figure it out mm-hmm. on their own. And yep. if they ask, that's different. Correct. They open the door. Right. Then you have the opportunity. Hey, I really want I'm still with them. I really want to know if X, Y, Z, okay, then the door is open. I'm I'm really big on not bashing the competition. Yeah, like I just it it doesn't it doesn't ever, end up well. I, let me rephrase that. I've never heard anybody say, "Oh gosh, yeah, I switched companies because this guy told me how bad my current yeah. one was." It yeah. just doesn't bode well. It doesn't, and it makes you look petty, and it mm-hmm. makes and a lot of the times those are the people that are job hoppers because <laughs> then you start thinking, "Well, they're with them now, but they're going to be gone in a year, and they're going to start bashing them." Yes, yes, and then it's going to happen again. You know, and and then it's then you don't want to work with them and then people aren't going to want to hire you. And it's just, yeah, downward spiral. It's always I I had a guy in my Bible study and he got this new job and it was amazing saving him from this old crap job and all this. And just his demeanor, even when he talks about it, it's just down. You know, and you're like, oh, it's not everything you you said it was going to be. And and I'm the biggest guilty of this. Not the biggest guilty. That's not the right. But I'm totally guilty of this. Uh, I get so damn excited. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, and this, 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 and maybe you should, and I'm working on this. Temper it a little bit. Keep your mouth shut a little bit to the public until you know yeah. what's what it's really all yeah. about. 
Uh, okay, this is this one is huge for me. But if you're your new position, new job, new company, and you're going to networking events, wear your brand, uh, be it a name tag, a polo shirt, or something that has the brand on it. it it's a great way to cause conversations mm -hmm. that then lead to you. And it lets uh, other people bring it up first. Correct. Yep. Yep. Kind of yeah. earn it. It's a great way to silently earn the right. To, to talk about it. Oh, um, and, and I've used this on many occasions, many occasions, um, even at Pixel Fire when I got my polos. I would wear them to events that maybe it wasn't 100% representing Pixel Fire, but I wanted to. Right. Right. I wanted that exposure and I wanted and those people did ask. Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, uh, so branding on your, and I hate the people that are like, oh, I hate, I hate work branded stuff. Well, you know what? If it's going to get you a sale, suck it up. I know. And I'm kind of one of those. You are. I know. I am. And <laughs> and the reason is it's going to make me sound awful, but uh, I have such an individualistic mindset. You do. Though. It's really hard for me to say I am Pixel Fire. Mm -hmm. I am Core Bank. I am because I'm Angie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Angie, damn it. It's really hard for me to do that. And I'm sure that is tied up in a lot of my pathology and past and personality <laughs> all that stuff my my husband's a lot the same way um he doesn't even like horoscopes because he's like i'm not an aquarius i'm wow. taught wow. i'm not like all those other aquariuses both of us are very much like that That's which funny. uh which can be hard sometimes what a break <laughs> <them all. laughs> but uh but yeah that's that's hard for me to do i because I am, a t I work well in a team. I mm -hmm. like having a team. That's not to say I'm not a team player. I am, but I, I really am like, I'm different. I'm myself. I'm not like anyone else, <laughs> but, uh, but that, you know, I'm, I'm not saying do that, I, but it is hard for me to wear branded stuff like that. See, and I don't know if it's the woo or what in me, but I've always been all about the name tags mm -hmm. and know who I am, know where I'm at. And, and if, if I can do it without saying anything, as I'm, if you're watching the video, I'm showing the name tag zone. He's doing uh, something. <laughs> but, yeah. it, but if I can do it without having to say something, that's yeah. huge for me. Yeah. Because I talk there's, all the There's time. a reason why branded apparel and all that stuff is quite popular. Yeah. There's a reason. There is. Yeah. There is. And it's because it's, it's, it's most people are not like me. Because I'm Angie. Because <laughs> you're Angie. You're Angie. <laughs> terrible. Uh, okay, so then this is the last one, and and I did put this on here for for Angie's opinion. Guess I'm, I call you Angela. That's so funny. I've always known you as Angela, but more people I feel call you Angie. Uh, when you say, I'll okay. respond to either. Thank you. Yeah. So you're going to a networking event. We've talked about wearing your brand, not being a dog with a bone. So kind of controlling yourself a little. You know what I think that is, because that confused me when you said dog with a bone, because dog with a bone to me is, Arr. I think what you're saying oh. is puppy with a new toy. Sure. Puppy with a new toy. Cause it's look at me, is look at so me, look excited? what I got. I want to talk about it. But you should, then you need to come and see Minnie when she gets a bone. I mean, she's just stoked. Probably kind of the same. Dog with she's a bone so to me is, is uh, like, like a, a bulldog. Violent, like a, oh, not yeah, violent. No. Just I'm, I'm, not gonna let go you oh, know, puppy with yeah, a new toy okay like, because uh, that's important well i'm so uh, whichever works better for you personally <laughs> don't be a puppy dog with, with a bone a or a puppy with a toy, new toy. so and and, and and i feel we've talked about this before what are some good ways that you can make easy i should say early deposits mm -hmm. so that you do have the right to talk about your new position well, I do think um, we, we've already covered some of them, which is uh, leave clients in the hands of the next person. Mm -hmm. Do the warm intro there. Okay. Um, I, I think taking them out 
But again, when you're inviting somebody out for coffee or for lunch, not necessarily a deposit because you are asking for their time. Correct. So it's really an ask. If you are doing that and they agree, definitely you pay, you treat. Yep. You know, and make sure you say that when you do the invite. I'd love to treat you to lunch. I'd love to treat you to happy hour. You know, something like that. Um, it's still an ask, but you know, at least you're trying to give a deposit during. Right, and setting ask. an expectation. Yep. Which I love. Um, you can bring them swag. You know, oh. I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, even an in person. Yeah. You don't have in person there. Stop by your best client's office. And bring them a little care package that has some new swag for your new company. That's a great idea. Um, again, I, I, I don't like the drop-in for the same reason I don't like the phone call, which is I'm doing it on, you know, but uh, maybe say, when would be a good time for me to drop in? I got something for you. I just want to say hi. Give you my new business card. You know, I'm trying to think because I do, I do pop buys and I, I set them up. Now, Part of that was unintended because with COVID and everything, you never knew if mm-hmm. anybody was going to be in their office. But now I like that you give them the heads up. I would almost even say, you know, just I'm going to pop by five minutes. Like yeah. I would almost set a time or, on it. And say, is there, you know, a two hour window where it would okay. be okay for me to drop in for five minutes? Perfect. And yeah. make sure you, unless they are engaging with you, don't stay more than five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Don't stay more than five yeah. minutes. Let's really. I am only going to stay for five minutes and then you plop your ass down oh and won't gosh. leave. Uh, so I think that would be a good way. Uh, another is to give them information with your new position, especially if you're doing something a little bit different. So whether that's through social media, which we're going to be talking about in the next episode, um, <laughs> if you can get them to like your new page, it's okay to ask, you know, for oh. them to like if, okay. you, if you've transitioned on social media, but then make sure you're giving value with your social media education, uh, entertainment, whatever it is to give value. Don't sell to them. Right. If you get them um, on a new newsletter, make sure there's a lot of good value in there. So just educating them about the new position Mm -hmm. and how it could be of value to them without selling. So I think, (laughs) I don't know how many times you need to sell that. I I, say that. I think we can say it plenty. Like You Mm -hmm. can never say it too much because even those that have mastered that skill still will fall into that from time to time. If you have events, I think you can invite them. Again, um, invitations to things aren't necessarily deposits because you are asking them to take the time to come. But say your new position, there's an open house where there's an open bar and food and entertainment or something. You know, you can invite your old clients. Mm, Of course. I'd love you to come see what we're doing here. We're having drawings, this and, you know, try and give some value that they're not just going to, you know, come and be sold to. They they get a drink (laughs) and eat good food or or whatever. I think you can do invites. I've, I've been to an event. Where it was very open. They're like, we're going to have somebody speak real quick. And they speak for 30 minutes. And I needed to leave like 10 minutes into that 30 minutes. And I'm like. And we'll open the bar after. Oh, my gosh. So I'm texting texting my wife. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be a little later. I just can't find a way out right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think those are some. Those are phenomenal. Those are. And this is why I put this on there. I knew you would come up. And and to me, Angie, Angie. All of those are very reasonable to do, mm-hmm. right? You're, even if you're expanding your comfort zone, none of those sounded like something I wouldn't want to do. Right. And yeah. and not something that I wouldn't want someone to do to me. Ah, yes. Yeah. I do that a lot. And and, and that's tough in sales sometimes because sometimes you need to do the things that you don't right. necessarily like right. done to you. But that's a whole nother podcast for another it day, is. isn't it? a whole nother kettle of fish. Woo! You never heard that one? kettle 
of like a tea kettle? Kettle? Like it's a, a kettle, a whole other kettle of fish. You've never heard that. I've never seen a fish in a kettle. Well, I I haven't either. But <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a gift horse, and oh, I've never looked him in the mouth. I but have. that that I looked right you, in the mouth. <laughs> Another story for the Oh, man. Time. All right. Well, I think we knocked this one out of the park. Uh, for everybody out there and, and on YouTube land, don't forget, this is being broadcasted on YouTube, so you can watch the, the live video of us. We have no kettles of fish. Bantering back and forth. Yeah, there's no kettles on the bookshelf that I see. Next time. If you bring a fish, I will lose my mind. Um, <laughs> but, but please, uh, share this with your friends. Tell them about the Engaging Life podcast. Share with how it's changed your life, because I'm sure we're changing your life every single week as these come out, which oh, and you can get them every week if you subscribe. Yes. Subscribe. And then, of course, uh, we get more traction if we get some reviews. Yep. And we I like, like reviews. We I like five-star reviews. Yeah, I like good reviews. Yeah. Five stars is always great. Yeah. Uh, but we will take whatever we can get. So with that, thank you so much, everybody, for your time today. I hope you found some value in this. And we look forward to talking to you on the next podcast. <laughs>